We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I started recording. I didn't even know. Oh, oh, and we were just doing, like, you were having a drink and I yeah, was checking my I phone. I literally don't even know well, when I okay. the button. <clears throat> it was Hi. like earlier we were talking and we looked down and Siri <clears throat> was dictating everything I said on my watch. <laughs> and it was stuff that, like, no one should know about. Right. That we, it's <laughs> deep, dark secrets. Hi, Sister Twaint. Hi. What's hi, up? Oh, hi, Brother Coffee. Welcome to Hot Drinks. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. This is a high production value podcast <laughs> that we make in my living room talking into my phone. <laughs> I'm Brother Coffee. Uh, Jack Coffee. Brother Jack Coffee. Uh-huh. Um, I used to be married to a straight lady. We call her Tisha. Uh-huh. Um, I never know how to introduce myself. What am I supposed to Okay. What, should I say the same thing every time? Should in, I have like a spiel like, I'm Brother no. Coffee and I like dogs? No, I mean. Or something. Do I don't you, like dogs. You don't, no, you like, I don't really you like, like cats. I like cats. I like cats. You like. You sent me a meme the other day that oh, was yeah. of Skeletor yes. wearing a slanket. <laughs> like one of those blankets with sleeves. Yeah. Holding a glass of wine. Uh-huh. Let, sitting on his couch with a cat at his feet. Yes. And what did it even and say? I, I don't even said, remember. Uh, no. Flicks and avoid people like the plague. Oh yes, something like probably. that. Probably, yeah. And it was very true, very true, <laughs> true, to, to, true to who I am. That I have pretty, a blanket right over there. Pretty much, so she, oh, yeah. it has Catwoman on the yes, front of it. Yes, it's a Catwoman. So it's got some big rock hard titties <laughs> and like a leather Catwoman outfit. Those rock hard titties. I mean, that it's it's like fleece. And I slip fleece. it on. Yeah. And I pour a glass of wine. And my cat comes cuddles on my lap. It's a it's a, it's exactly what that yeah. thing is. So okay, so I'm Brother Coffee. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I don't know. You you have a degree in literature, <laughs> I, writing. I have a degree in creative writing. In creative writing. Creative writing from the BY. From the Brigham. You guys, it just started recording and now it just stopped <sighs> recording. I don't know. So anyway, I'm Brother Coffee. I was married to a straight lady. <laughs> I'm not a Mormon. I hate the Mormons. I don't hate the Mormons. I hate the Mormon Church. Yeah. I like some Mormons. Yes, you do. But I want to kick the Mormon Church right in the right in its cunt, just oh. like a <laughs> swift. Boot to the cunt. Oh. And that gives you a little taste of what you're in for on Hot Drinks, <laughs> is us talking about kicking the Mormon church in the cunt. Hi, Sister Coffee. Tell us about your... Sister Coffee. Are we oh married? God, no, we... Hi, Sister Twain. I am not the straight that you were married to. Tell us about yourself. Um, I am Latter-day Twaint, and I am statuesque, <laughs> and... <laughs> And um, I have four children, which is fucking crazy. Right. And two of them are adults. One will, the third one will be an adult in a year. And that's weird because I'm only 27. Did I tell you I saw Little Twain the other day? <gasps> what? Little Twain is one of your children. Yes. She's been a guest on the show. Yeah, Little Twain. So I was in the neighborhood where Little Twain works with my oldest. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, let's go grab some lunch at the place where Little Twain works. Yeah. And so we walked in. And little Twaint came over and gave me a hug. Oh. And then like 10 other people were like, hey, gorgeous, how you doing? Hey, good to see you. And then my son was like, why do you know everybody who works here? <laughs> and I was like, just because I know little Twaint. And I know, then heard they're her friends. And it was quite lovely. Oh, good. I had a delicious, like a cauliflower toast with some hummus. It was mm, real good. It was Lizzie's hummus. Oh, was it? Yes, they buy our hummus. Oh, real good. Anyway. It's real good. So, um, I'm an actress. Okay. And a singer. Okay. And a comedian. Don't make me sing. 
one thing that I think is interesting and telling about our introduction yeah, is yeah. you like talking about yourself. <laughs> and I hate talking about myself. Because you like yourself and I hate myself. I know. Isn't it cute? It is cute. Anyway. It's a it's what I call a yin yang. <laughs> And it's what makes this podcast so magical. And if you think about it, the title of the podcast, Hot Drinks, mm-hmm. a drink is an alcoholic drink that you serve with ice. You serve it cold or room temperature, but you don't serve it hot. No, a hot drinks is not alcohol. A hot drinks is a is coffee. No. In the word of wisdom, we, hot No, but drinks. we added the A so it could be versatile. Oh, okay. Our title is a verse. It's not a top or a bottom. <laughs> it's a verse. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay, great. Well, welcome to Hot Drinks. Welcome oh, I'm drinks. a homosexual. <laughs> oh, I said I married a straight lady. So I guess that would imply I married a straight lady and I'm a straight man. By the way, the other day I was having lunch with this um, cute boy that I work with. And um, he was asking me just kind of my story and coming out. And, you know, and he was like, oh, what about this? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because I was married for a lot of years before I came out. Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, I have a question, but like. I don't know how to ask it without it being, like, offensive. And I'm like, oh, like, whatever. I'm an open book. You can ask whatever you want. And he goes, so, like, when you were, like, in the closet, were you like this? Because it's real obvious that you're gay. <laughs> and I laughed really hard. That's fantastic. He's like, like, did you talk this way and <laughs> oh my sound God, this God. way? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because it was real. It's <laughs> like, it's really obvious within five minutes of meeting you that you're gay. And I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but... Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm dying. Wasn't that the best? It's that that was. The I best was not offended at all by that comment. I'm so glad. I thought it was hilarious because I've said that too many times. I, it was a closet of glass. <laughs> oh, real clear glass, and you just kept wiping the windows down I with did. Windex. I just kept cleaning that glass. <laughs> but you weren't. You. I'm were, in here, guys. <laughs> but I'm staying right here. I'm just here, just just going along with everybody. Anyway. <laughs> so every episode, we take care of business. Right. Uh, um, oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, we do our housekeeping, which we call women's work. Because that's the true worth of a woman. It's <laughs> how clean she keeps her home. So, our first point of women's work is yes. Valentine's. What yes. did you do for Valentine's? Well, I had my children with me that night, so I stayed home. Yeah. I drank a lot. I don't remember what I drank mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Probably vodka or uh-huh. bourbon, because okay. that's what I tend to drink. And I watched, there's a <clears throat> show on Apple TV Plus called Visible, and it is a documentary. It's like six episodes, and it's kind of the history of queer people on television, and it's fascinating. Oh, my God. Because it really starts, like, the first episodes really start in, like, the 50s and 60s and talk about, you know, characters that were, like, coded as gay, but they, of course, never said they were gay, or characters that were played by, you know, a lesbian actress, but, like, of course, her character had to have, like, a boyfriend, but she was really butch, and, you know. Anyway, so fascinating. And then by the time I got to, like... I think it's the fourth episodes they kind of get into the 90s, which is when I was a young gay teen. Uh-huh. Um, I was sobbing like a goddamn baby. Oh. Because they talked about Pedro Zamora from the real world. Do you remember him? Yes. And he was the person that was, he was the the man that was on the real world that had AIDS uh-huh. and was 22. Oh. Like I, th- he seemed so old because oh, I was a little younger right. than that. He was 22 when that show was filmed. He died that year. Like he died 
the day, I think the day after, the week after the final episode of The Real World aired. Gosh, of AIDS. Got so he was 22 and he had to be this like spokesperson for AIDS and, you know, anyway. <coughs> um, so they had, they talked about him and they talked about Will and Grace and they talked about, um, they, did you watch Dawson's Creek? No. Of course you didn't. But of course <laughs> I did. Well, there was a character on Dawson's Creek named Jack and he was in the first two or three seasons, he was like the jock and like the popular boy mm-hmm. and then... And then he came out. Right. And anyway, that moment. Oh, and they talked about Ricky on My So-Called Life. Anyway, that moment when Jack came out meant so much to me. And it was like, I wanted everyone else to be like, like it like brought my world to a screeching halt, like watching him come out on that show. And I wanted everyone else to be like, oh my God, did you see that last night? But no one cared because it was just some character oh, on some TV show. Shit. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But like to me, it was the biggest deal. Right. And I wanted to talk to people about it. And I wanted to, anyway. So that episode that was about the 90s, which was very much when I was, you know, in my teen years and, you know, yeah. figuring out my sexuality and deciding that I was going to closet myself forever. Right. Um. I was like sobbing. I was like crying like a baby. Two things. Yeah. Did they talk about the character from Melrose Place? I don't think so. Okay. No. Second thing. Did you ever have a moment before you married Tisha where you're like, I need to come out? Oh, no, no, no. 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 Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. Uh, wow. Not, did not even like toy with the idea. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Did not even consider it. <clears throat> well, my Valentine. Why would I put my own desires first? Right. I should put Jesus' desires <laughs> always, first. Always. always. Anyway, your um, Valentine. Uh, so I got home about five, which was the earliest I'd gotten home all week. And I was feeling good. I was feeling like I had an early day. Like, like it was maybe day. still light outside yes, a little bit? Yeah, yes. that feels weird. I had purchased a bottle of red the night before for right. four ninety nine. Right. It was on sale. Classy. Um, and Classy with a K. And I knew all day long that I was going to go home at five. And drink that bottle of wine and clean because the past few weeks have been like, I clean on the weekends and then the week goes along and the house is trashed and then I clean again on the weekends. Yeah. I turned on music. I drank my wine and spent five hours or so cleaning, taking breaks here and there. Uh And that is it. And I loved it. Isn't cleaning your house... It's like it's like going for a run. It always sounds awful. Yeah. But when you're done with it, you're, you're like, like, this oh, is the best the thing best, ever. The best, the yeah. best, yes. I was cleaning before you came over tonight. <clears throat> it looks real nice. And it's because my kids are going to go be with their mom tomorrow. And yeah. so I just want to come home to a clean house. Good for I don't want to have to worry about you. it. Yes, yeah. God damn it, yes. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to tell everyone is that today, two days after Valentine's Day, I did something that... I haven't done in a while because it's a vulnerable thing for me. Shave your legs? I no. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. Um, I sent a dude pictures of my butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought we were going. Well, and congratulations. little does he know, uh-huh. because I didn't send naked pictures of my butt, I oh, sent okay. them in my cute undies. Oh, okay. Uh, little does he know, I have a hemorrhoid the size of size of Central Park. Jesus Lord! <laughs> oh my God! So anyway, how firm a foundation? Do you? Do you uh, Can we try to swear more by using the names of hymns? Oh like, yes, yes, like great when idea. someone says something, be like the Spirit of God. How great thou art! <laughs> so one other thing I wanted to share. Uh huh. 
is the other day I was at Target mm-hmm. um, doing some shopping with my kids. With all three of your children. All three of my children, which is a rare occurrence, but we have gone there because it was Tisha's birthday. And so they all needed to pick something out to give to Tisha. Tish is my straight ex, ex-spouse, ex-wife. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't want to say her name because I don't want to out her or whatever, but this we were walking and this woman walked up to me and she was like, hi, uh, huh, uh, I love your podcast. Oh, and then I think she was worried because my kids were there or something. Like, I think she was sort of like a little bit freaked out because didn't know if my kids knew or whatever. And we chatted for just a second. And then, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And, <laughs> and, and my kids know about the podcast. I don't, they've never listened, but like, I'll say like, hey, uh, go upstairs because we're recording a podcast yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, later, I, so I texted you and I was like, oh my God, a gentle listener just recognized me in Target. Uh-huh. And then later I ran into her again in another aisle of Target. And I said, oh, Sister Twain says hi. And she was like, oh my God, I love her laugh. <laughs> Which we point out because one of one of our reviews, one of our one star reviews, said they hated Sister Twain's laugh. So anyway, thank you to that unnamed gentle listener. Um, it my kids were like, "How does that lady know you?" And I'm like, "From my podcast." And they were like, "People know you from your podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm like real famous." So anyway, and it your, was kind of fun. Your kids' ages are perfect for that too. They're yeah. like what ten? Ten. 14 and 16. Perfect. Basically. They were just Perfect. rolling their eyes. Oh, like, oh, oh, I yeah, love it. Was it. Great. I yeah. wish I could have been like peeking around from the opposite. They aisle. were mostly just kind of laughing. They were like, someone knows you from your <laughs> podcast. Whatever. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so a couple of things I wanted to mention is Cindy has left us. She has. Oh, she has moved to daybreak. She has. And for those of you who don't know Utah, uh, Salt Lake Valley, especially, Daybreak is this new Twilight Zone community. And by new, you mean like 20 years old. Daybreak? Yeah, it's been there forever. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it really has. I think it's been there for like five years. No, no, no. We'll Google it on the break. Oh my God. Rachel, Rachel, could you message us in (laughs) and tell us when Daybreak was founded? Rachel, you're going to have to change your name. There's too many Rachels to keep up with. Uh, So uh, we've barely seen her, but uh, we won't be yelling at Cindy anymore. Does she not work for us anymore? It's hard for her to get up here. It takes like five hours. It's true. Daybreak. Daybreak is really far away. And you actually have to park in a parking lot and then you have to ride a mule up the side of the mountain. They haven't built roads there yet. Um, I think let's skip this one. Do you want to talk about this one or should we skip this let's one? Let's skip it for today. Let's skip it for today. And then Cindy Daybreak. I don't know what this means. Um, Super Tuesday? Oh, God. Is that coming up? Is yeah, that this it's like week? Mar- no, I think it's like March 3rd. Oh, okay. Rachel, could you message but in But this clarify? week we have Nevada... And yes. something else. South Carolina? God, I don't even know. I'm so fucking stressed out about Two the Two states things. that are not nearly as white as New Hampshire yeah, and that's Iowa. True. So that that's will true. be interesting. That'll be interesting. And then the other thing is, it's Black History Month, and I wanted to mention a podcast that I started listening to. Oh, cool. Called Black Wall Street 1921, and it is about an absolute total massacre of a black neighborhood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is... Uh, specific to me because I lived in Tulsa for four years, went to high school there. Um, Sister Volvo lives there. I hope it's okay that I divulge that. Um, Sister Volvo is your sister. But Black Wall Street is not something I knew about. Uh, the massacre in 1921 
until last year. Oh, really? And I watched a Vox, you know, V-O-X uh-huh. video on it today. And they were talking to people within the Tulsa community. And they're like, oh, yeah, no one talks about that. Yeah. No one talks about that. Oh, wow. And a lot of that. There were over 300 people killed in the massacre. Whoa. 1,200 homes burned. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. An entire community that was doing extremely well like they were living they had um, their own movie theaters and diners and uh et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. um and uh bodies were dumped in mass graves and no one has ever tried to look for them until recently you they did some type of with radar uh-huh i think they said was what was what the technology that they used did um uh, like uh, some scanning of different areas in Tulsa and near there. And there were three places that had really weird reads, like anomalies, uh-huh. um, where the soil just didn't read like everything else. Wow. And I don't know if this is something they're going to do or have already done, but the but the in the video I watched, which came out just last year, I think, um, they're debating like actually excavating, giving everyone a proper burial, and letting any of their descendants know, et cetera, et cetera. Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I should listen. That sounds super interesting. Yeah. So the so the podcast is called Black Wall Street, um, nineteen twenty one. So far, there's just two episodes, and the production quality is kind of like ours, not great. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, but this one woman has done a massive amount of research and she starts from the beginning of how there even came to be a black wall street. Mm -hmm. And it starts with the native Americans in the oil industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, well, and even before that slavery. So, you know, it all goes back to slavery. Right. Um, so, uh, anyway, it's fascinating. Black wall street, 1921. Awesome. I think that's all of our women's work. Okay. So we're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, this week is a top five episode for you. Yes. And the topic is top five things that are, Aggressively straight, <laughs> offensively straight. Yes, so annoyingly su- super hetero hetero culture. Yeah, yes, just straight up the middle <laughs> of the road. Hope, hope, hopefully, we'll offend some people. I'm I sure hope we've so. Never I hope so. Offended anyone? Oh God! If you're offended, please let us know. <laughs> we'll be right back. So in that ad, we mentioned Nellie Forbush. <laughs> She's a character from South Pacific. I was thinking of Nellie Olson from Little House on the Prairie. Oh. But Nellie Forbush. Here's the thing. I can't believe you can you retained either of those things. Oh, God, yes. Okay. okay. Is, is Little House on the Prairie queer, queer culture? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. 100%. Oh. Remember the episode where a clown raped people? <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this before. There's an episode of Little House on the Prairie where there's a clown slash mime and he rapes people. And that's queer culture. (laughs) So speaking of queer culture, today's top five is the top five things that are aggressively straight. Yes. Offensively straight. Yeah. So those things that just are so straight, they just suck all the moisture out of your mouth. It's like chewing on a stick of deodorant. It just like you just get dried out. Your and teeth you just, start yeah, rotting. And you just you just feel like real straight. You start talking like 
Jed Bush. So what's your number one offensively straight thing? My number one thing is ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going to be so good. Okay, tell us more. Okay, it's just like that. It's like that thing that's like, oh, that's so good. Like mozzarella sticks yeah. or sun-dried tomatoes. But you I know. do like ranch dressing. Well, me too. Okay, okay. But it's like, it's so no-brainer. Uh-huh. And people put it on everything. Right. When I was growing up, we had to eat canned green peas. Oh. English peas. You couldn't even get frozen ones? And, uh, oh, my mom never bought anything that wasn't canned. Okay, great. And not that she canned. She didn't do canning. I just started throwing up in my mouth because I realized we were talking about ranch dressing and now we're talking about canned Right, so we would So I feel put, like these two are going to meet. So we <laughs> would put... So we so we could eat it uh-huh. because we were hungry and poor. Right, like we were hungry. Right, okay? you don't understand. We were hungry. Okay, um, we would pour bottled ranch dressing on our English peas. To- would you like drain them? Oh yeah, and then heat them up in the microwave, or were they just room temp, like canned temperature? No, we would cook them. Oh, we okay. weren't that poor. We had like electricity and running okay. water, and Jesus. then just ranch dressing all over those hot. Yeah, peas. and that you know, and we put it on our pizza. I, you did that right. Well, here's the thing about <laughs> ranch dressing in my house growing up. Yeah, my mother fucking loves ranch dressing. Okay, see that's and what so I'm saying. This in is my what I'm house. Saying. You'd be like, hey, do we are do we have any more mayonnaise? No, but we've got some ranch dressing. <laughs> and you'd be like, not the same thing. Like you'd be like, do we have any hey, where did that uh where did that thing of hummus go? Well, it's gone, but we've got some, some ranch, ranch dressing. dressing. Now we obviously weren't asking about hummus back in the day, because right. that didn't exist <laughs> for white people. But you know what I mean? Like, no matter what you what you were looking for, if it was gone or we were out of it, the substitute was ranch dressing. Right. And not that ranch dressing's not delicious. It's delicious. But it's not mayonnaise. But, and, and, I don't want to put it on a turkey sandwich. Right. It's, but uh, my parents wanted to put it on a turkey sandwich. <laughs> but it's, it's just the easy choice. There's yeah. nothing creative about nothing it. Nothing offensive about it. Uh, it's, Much like straight people. There's nothing outside of the box. It's just easy, easy, easy. Um, right. I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Wow. Why did our moms love ranch dressing Boring. so much? Boring. Well, I, don't, I think ranch dressing became a thing in, in the 80s, right? May, I don't know. I have no idea. I think before then it was like Russian dressing. Oh, I do love a Russian dressing. Do you? There was a boy that I had a crush on in high school, and he was <laughs> known for his Russian dressing. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know if he was actually known for it, but he was like, he made really good I, Russian dressing. I, I just... Uh, and I remember him making it. I, oh, God, I was so in I love with him. Re- I, everything that just happened. <laughs> So my number one podcast gold. My number one thing offensively that is offensively straight, straight yeah. is hating your spouse. Ooh. You know how straight people are always like the old ball and chain, yeah. Or they're always like they're talking about their spouse and they're like, "Well, let me get permission to spend this money because she controls the pocketbooks." <laughs> let me you ask know? the boss. Yeah, yeah. They just like seem to hate each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just think like, I mean. I'm sure that exists in the gay community somewhere, but I just feel like in 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 the gay in the queer community, the idea of being allowed to get married is not that old. It's only been around for a few years. So, like, if you don't want to get married, you just don't get married. Like, there are people that have been together their whole lives and they've never gotten married or whatever. Right. But I feel feel like in the straight community, it's so ubiquitous that then it's like. It just like they just don't seem to like each other. No. They like don't. have you ever seen those things where like 
Like I remember once seeing on somewhere on the interwebs, it was like a Christmas card and it was the dad and his son. Uh, and then the mom and the daughter had like tape over their mouth and he was like, finally a oh, silent night. You know? Because like God. we hate these dumb bitches. They talk all the time. <sighs> and they just seem to not really like each other. Oh. I, I one of my five is like this, very similar to this. But like, for example, but I I totally second that emotion. Um, for example, um, my gay boss, when um, and oh, this is one of those stories that I don't know if I've already told on here. But anyway, we had this delivery guy come in. <clears throat> well, you're constantly getting deliveries in the restaurant, and um, he walked in on on the end of a conversation where I said to my boss, oh, you wouldn't get it. Do you remember me telling the no. story? And the delivery guy was, who had just walked in and hadn't heard any other of the conversation, any of the rest of it, said to my boss, yeah, I mean, like, we pretty much don't get anything they say, right? Am I right? Because those ladies are in charge. <laughs> right, and right. Those dumb men. And my boss, who is not only gay, but also 31, so a millennial, yeah. was just looked at the guy, was like, did he really just do that? <laughs> like, are we in South Carolina yeah. 20 years ago? Yeah. Although, to be fair, South Carolina is still like that today, I'm that's sure. That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's such a straight thing. So, Sister Twain and I are here to tell you. <laughs> If you hate your spouse, just fucking get a divorce. Get a fuck. Don't separate. It's not that bad. Oh my god! You it's think not. it's going to be the end of the fucking world? Oh, I can't. Don't even. You just like. Don't start. Oh, what don't are we going to do? Oh my god! It's not that bad. It's, it's fine. It's not. Yeah. It's a. It's a little rocky at first. Yeah. There's some pain. There's some tears. Like you got to navigate some things. But like on the other side, it's great. It's great. And guess what? If a few years go by and you go, gosh, we should have just stayed together. And the other spouse feels the same way. Yeah. Just get married again. Yeah, it's true. That's Jesus real. Christ. That's true. So quit hating your spouses yeah. or just fucking leave them. God. Or or just stop fucking talking that way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that don't, too. Why do you talk about your spouse like they're the worst person on earth? <laughs> it just feels like the easiest joke to me. And I'm just not interested it's, anymore. I'm over it. I'm over it. So yeah. put be nice to your spouses, straight people. We're going to dig into that. Oh my God, what is my phone doing? It's like switched to seven different apps. Should we just do our number two or should we take a little break? Let's do our number two. Let's jump right into number two. Well, shit. What's your number two? <sighs> I I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We both, <laughs> have, like, we both have like 19. Yeah. I know, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to go here. Okay, this is hard for me. But because I don't, I, there are a lot of problems with this TV show that I'm about to say. A lot of problems, right? And yet I love it. Okay. Is it ER? It's Friends. Oh. Oh, Friends is aggressively straight. Yeah. Aggressively straight. And they could have gotten away with some shit. Mm-hmm. They had the the caliber. The ca- Is that the word I'm looking for? They had the, they, they had the, the momentum. Yeah, the they clout. were, yeah. Um, they were the biggest thing going. They played it safe. Yeah. They, they totally played it safe. They brought in a black character. They uh, did? Maybe seventh season, eighth season. Oh, yeah. Aisha Tyler was on Friends. Yeah. She oh. was Ross's girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I remember there was a, a whole, uh, they were all on Oprah. Uh-huh. And Oprah said to them, y'all need to get some black friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, it's just it was just aggressively straight, mainstream, white, you know. Safe, yeah. Um, and they played it safe. It, they could have e- it could have easily been one of the girls, and this still would have been playing it safe. Yeah. For one of the girls to explore having a relationship with a woman. I thought you were going to say explore the cooch. Of another woman. Of another woman. Yeah, yeah. There was, so Ross's wife, ex-wife, oh, was a lesbian. right. And I think married her partner on the show. Yeah. But like, the, as we discussed on the sh- Visible, the show I discussed at the beginning of the show. Right. The gays were always the peripheral and character. And the butt of jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because wasn't it funny that Ross's wife was gay? Right. So funny. What does that mean about him? That he's a failure. That's yes. what it meant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That he couldn't keep her happy. <laughs> well, if only that dick had been better. I absolutely love the show Friends. I recognize that there are problems and I recognize there are haters and it's all fine and valid. So anyway, what's your number two? Um, my number two is when people are at the grocery store and they lean on their shopping cart like it's a walker. <laughs> Like they like they can barely hold themselves up, mm-hmm. and then they walk very slowly oh, down the middle of the aisle. God, so fucking straight. Oh. That is straight culture. Yeah, that is. <clears throat> you might as well just put a penis inside a vagina. <laughs> it's the same thing, basically. Oh yes. Because here's the thing. Here's the real story about it. The, the underlying thing. The underlying thing. Yeah. When you are a queer person. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I don't want to speak for all queer people. Myself as a queer person, when I was younger, when I was a teenager or in college or whatever, Uh I was always 100% hyper aware of my surroundings at all time. I knew if I walked into a room, I knew how many people were in that room, who those people were, what my relationship with them was, (gasps) what people I felt safe with, what people I felt threatened by my whole life. And Mm -hmm. I think that most queer people would say that that is a very common experience we were always aware of who's around us we're always and and then that that also filters into we're hyper aware of like what we say and how we say it and where we're looking and where we're not looking and uh-huh. you know like everything that you're in, doing in is going through a filter possible way you could take up space yeah you're hyper aware yes you're yeah. you're doing your very best yes and that's the other part of it is especially like you know when you're in high school or maybe you're being bullied or or you're figuring yourself out you do everything you can to minimize the space you take up in the world it's why gay people walk so fast because we are just trying to get <laughs> from place to place Aww. we are trying to it's why Aww. like i i am always aware of who's around me it's very uncommon for me to like bump into someone on in accident or take a step backwards and run into someone or whatever mm-hmm. straight people especially straight men especially have never, ever, ever had to consider the space they take up in the world Mm -mm. because the world was built for them. Right. So take up all the space that you want. Be as loud as you want. Be as out there as you want. Be as slow as you want. Stop wherever you want. Uh This world was built for you, so you get to do whatever you fucking want. Right. And to me, the sort of pinnacle (laughs) of that moment is when you're at the grocery store I got some shit to get done. I got some groceries to buy. You are leaning on your cart like you can barely walk your fat ass down the aisle. (laughs) And you're just like stumbling down in the middle of the row. And then you'll stop and you'll like look at the Capri Suns and try to decide what flavor you like better. And like just blocking everyone from who's trying to get around you. 
and have ha, and and completely blithely unaware that anyone <sighs> else exists in that world or that grocery store because that grocery store was built for you. They're in their own world because the world was built for them. Yeah, and now I feel bad that I said fat ass. I shouldn't have said fat ass. I think you meant it as a euphemism. Right. For, for the amount of space you're taking The up. width of the cart. The emotional space you're yeah, taking Yes, up. yes. Yeah, I'm not trying to fat shame anybody. I know. So I apologize if, if you took it that way. Anyway, okay. All right. so that is my aggressively <sighs> straight thing. The other place where it really manifests is like you're at McDonald's, you've got your drink, you go over the soda fountain. Right. There's a line of 72 sodas and then there's like the ice machine and there's the iced tea machine. It's like eight feet worth of soda. <laughs> And somehow there's an old white straight guy standing in front of that soda machine. And somehow he is blocking all eight feet. He himself is maybe, you know, I don't know, two feet wide, foot and a half wide. But somehow he is blocking. You can't get to the ice. You're like, well, maybe I'll just grab my ice while he's finishing with his soda. Nope. He's Uh. He's blocking the ice. And then he turns to get his soda and he blocks more space. And then he finishes his soda and then he waits for the foam to go down. And then he reaches for this lid. He's still blocking the whole thing. Again, unaware that you and 19 other people are standing behind him right. waiting to fill your sodas. And what's, what, what, what's blocking the space that he's not actually using in the moment is white man angst <laughs> that exists because there's anyone that's making him feel pressured standing behind him. Right. Yeah. When I get a soda, yeah. like I am like, I am Mariah Carey. I am a skinny legend. <laughs> I am just... Razor thin, pressed up against the ice. I get my ice, and then I back up, and then I slip into the Diet Coke. I'm literally taking up the the like three inch wide space that the Diet Coke dispenser takes up. That is the only space I'm taking up. And that meanwhile, there is someone getting their Fanta, someone's getting their Coke, and someone else is getting their ice. Right. Because I am just like a skinny legend, right. just right there, getting. And I'm not a skinny legend. I'm a large, large human. But I just like, and then I, and then I just like sort of like tuck and roll right. to get to the lids. And there are nine other people getting drinks around and then, me. And then when your drink is complete, you go, excuse me, sorry, everyone. Yeah. And no. then I, and then I back away. Right. And 72 other people have quenched their thirst in that time. Quenched their thirst. And that one straight man has taken up eight feet. <laughs> On the other, so that's so that's aggressively straight. Yeah, yeah taking yeah. up space and being unaware it's of it. So good, it's get so the good. fuck out of my way. Right. So the other day, yeah, um, my son goes to a private school uh-huh. where they get. Um, they can get strikes if they're like not doing what they're supposed to do. And I noticed he'd gotten a strike and okay. I said, how come you got a strike? Uh-huh. Cause he, every, the rest of the day was perfect. He just had this one strike at the beginning of the day. And he said, Oh, it's because you didn't sign my homework sheet. Uh-huh. And I go, Oh shoot. You've got to remind me to do that. Wait, what, what do the strikes mean? They like, if they get a certain number of strikes, like they, they lose some privileges. Oh, okay. So, so it's not like super drastic, but like usually like, it's not just like, Oh, you were uh-huh. off task. Like, and you usually, get like a notification. Well, there's an app at the school that I can look at. Anyway, so I go, he goes, yeah, you didn't sign my thing. And I was like, oh, shoot, you got to remind me. This is all via text. Yeah. Oh, shoot, you got to remind me. Because, you know, in the morning, I'm getting the other kids ready. I'm making the lunches. I'm making the breakfast. I'm making sure everyone has their medication because all of us are on some sort of medication. (laughs) I go, you got to remind me. And he goes, well, this is your fault that I got the strike. And I go, no, it's not my fault. It's your fault. And he texted back and said, you got to sign my shit, man. (laughs) 
And now Sister Twain texts me maybe once every two or three days and just says, you got to sign, sign my, my shit, shit man. man. It's just my favorite. <laughs> anyway. Number three. Number three, things that are aggressively straight. Um, I've already forgotten mine. But go ahead. You start with yours and I'll remember mine. 80s heavy metal. Okay. Yeah. One of mine is reggae. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I feel like they're the same <laughs> thing. So go ahead. Uh, it's just, it was all about, even though it was one of those things that was like kind of homoerotic because yeah. there was some makeup, yeah. there was hair. They wore like leggings. Was, yeah. They wore like these lycra yeah. leggings that really showed their bulges, but it was more like... Here's my bulge, bitch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, the songs were aggressive, and the girls in the videos were always objects. Titted up. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's almost redundant to say it, because so many things in the 80s were still very offensively straight. Right. Um, Even though it's like the queerest decade, the right, 80s. That was, it's super queer. There was something. Yeah, there was a super level queer. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, do you remember Van Halen's music video for "Hot for Teacher"? Oh yeah, very straight. Very straight. But I, love <laughs> I remember. It. I love it. <laughs> when I was a child, tra- my oldest brother was obsessed with Van Halen when I was a kid. Oh. Um, and so he would talk about them and blah blah blah. So I remember him showing me that video, and I'm sure I was just like, "This is." And then I also remember this is this is a random childhood memory, but we were making a gingerbread house, and he wrote with frosting on the inside of the back wall of the gingerbread house the Van Halen logo. Oh my god! Oh my I don't god. know why oh, I remember oh, that. Oh, 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 anyway, I love it. I love that it. That was my it. oldest brother. Um, but a lot of the lyrics were like they would refer to the woman as girl, baby, baby mm-hmm. doll, uh-huh. woman. Yeah. Uh, um. And it was that that was that white man angst too. Yeah, yeah. So much of it. Yeah. It was always about like how they couldn't get laid or I'm gonna fuck you and then just take off, bitch. Yeah. Uh or heartbreak and yeah. poor me, what did I do wrong? But the video displays everything that they did wrong. Right. Just because of their being who they are. Doing a lot of things wrong and not recognizing it is offensively straight. <laughs> also. Just FYI. Well, and here's the thing that I mean, and and correct me if I'm if I'm on a different tangent because one of mine was reggae. Oh my god! <laughs> and like, and I don't, and I want to say like, I know reggae is a, is a type of music for a certain type of culture, and so if this is sure. if it is your cultural heritage, that music, I'm not speaking to you. But if you're like a 37 year old white guy and you're like listening to some like <laughs> Jimi Hendrix in the car or some heavy metal, then like that's pretty straight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so for me, it's less about the time, the actual 80s. It's about the guy living in 2020. Right. Who's still listening to Hot for Teacher, and right. which is a great song, yeah. FYI. It, thanks. Thank but, you. But, and, and like listening to Rastafarian music and <laughs> driving around in his car. So is that your number three? No, I'm, I'll have a different number three. But oh, okay. The, yeah. I'm gonna have at the end of this. I'm just gonna do a rapid fire of any that I don't cover. So we'll oh, just okay. include reggae as part <clears throat> right. of yours. Okay. And then, so let me just check it off my list. My number three. God damn it! It won't check. My number three <laughs> is being worried about last names when you get married. 
Oh. It's so straight. It is really straight. So when, okay, so I remember, well, no, I don't want to go that route. What I'm going to say is this. Okay. When straight people get married, mm. it's a whole thing. Is the woman going to take the man's last name? Is that sexist that she has to take his oh name? Why doesn't he take her name? Should they hyphenate their name? <clears throat> what does it mean about her if she keeps her own name? What does he think about it? How do they, you know, oh. like I have friends who are divorced who have kept their their quote unquote maiden name, which is also a really gross term that yep. means like the name when you were a virgin. Yep. Yeah. So I have friends who are divorced who have kept their original last name. And it's like kind of a thing. And it maybe isn't even a thing for their husband. It's it's like a thing for their mom or a thing for their older sister that's like, why haven't you taken his name? Why oh, do you, what? You know, like it's Jesus a thing. Jesus It's a thing. Christ. When some faggots get married, <laughs> sometimes you both keep your same names. Sometimes you both take one person's name. Sometimes yeah. <clears throat> you hyphenate your name. Uh-huh. And you just choose. Yeah. And then you just say, oh, well, this is my last name now. Or no, or we're both keeping our same last names. And no one questions it. No one thinks it's weird. You know what I mean? If right, two men no. get married or two women get married and they both still have the same last name they had before they got married, no one asks about it. <gasps> oh, so you're keeping your name. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. So is it because, you know, there's – it's but like, but I feel like if you're a woman and you decide that you want to keep your last name – there are questions. <clears throat> Why are you keeping your name? God is it because of your it. career? Is it, Ugh, what, you know? Fuck. And it just like, it's the funniest thing to me because I just think like, it's so, I know for a lot of people, it's very emotionally charged. You know, whether it's the couple themselves. And even if the couple's like, oh yeah, you keep your name, I'll keep my name, whatever. There are the other people like the mom and the mother-in-law that's like, why isn't she taking your name? Like, it's a <laughs> thing. Um, but when you're gay, you just do what it, you just pick something yeah. and no one cares. This really plays into one that I, um, that didn't make my five. It was one of the 19. And it was um, how you have relatives uh-huh. or, may, or whoever that will come up to you and say, oh, why don't you have a boyfriend? Or why don't you have oh, a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Don't That's you want for, one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, that also plays into things like guys only doing the dishes so they can get laid. Yeah. Guys asking per- their wives permission for things. Yeah. Guys babysitting their own yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. Not dudes not caring what's for dinner. Yeah. Um, dudes not being able to budget or being charged of the finance or the whole trope about the husband being the other child that the wife has to raise. Right. That's kind of like my first one, which was they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, I got four kids here, it's... and one of them is 37. <laughs> <laughs> He's worse than the other three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate him. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> Enjoy your straight marriage, Karen. Enjoy your straight marriage. Cool. It just doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't. I do, think, I do think that thing about sort of like asking invasive personal details about people's life feels very straight. Because <laughs> I feel like queer people don't do that. They don't say, when are you going to get a boyfriend? How come you guys oh, haven't had oh, kids yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. again, 
when you're operating in a only straight paradigm, there are assumptions that like you're going to get a girlfriend, you're going to then you're going to propose to that girlfriend, then you're going to have a baby uh-huh. that, you know, like yeah. there's a specific path you have to go go down. Right. And I don't even think that's a Mormon thing. I just think that's a societal thing. You know, I mean, probably it's a little more prevalent it's, in the Mormon community. Y- yeah. Or in any sort of conservative community. Uh-huh. But like it's just that's just what you go down. So when you don't know what to talk about, you're just like, so when are you gonna when are you gonna put a ring on that girl's finger and make right. her your your honey boo forever? Right. <laughs> I don't know why I became an old time radio announcer. <laughs> see, we're gonna put a ring on that girl's finger. Here's what they're gonna do. See, but but like you wouldn't say that to a gay guy because like you know, there's not an assumption that they're going to get married. There's not an assumption that they're going to have kids. Like maybe they're going to get married. Maybe they're going to have kids. Mm-hmm. But it's just totally up to them, and it's not. So and and you might ask like, hey, are you guys thinking of having kids? But it wouldn't, you know. But it's more of like, a, I'm curious, and if the answer is no, we're not. Then it's like cool. Whereas I think with a straight couple, it's like, when are you guys going to have kids? Right, right. Anyway, right. Really straight dumb. people are the worst. Should we go on to number four? Let's take a little break. Okay. Let's take a breather. <clears throat> are we already to number four? Yeah. Okay. Let's take a break and then let's go on to number four. Okay. And it's not reggae. <laughs> We're back. Number four. Number four. Numero codu. What was that? I don't speak French. I know. You, sp- you spoke something, though. I speak Italian. Um, uh, okay. Uh, What's your number four? Cool. Okay. Offensively, the- aggressively, straight thing. Quit saying okay. The South. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. I'm from the South. It's also super gay at the same time. But go on. Yes. Go on. Right? Okay. Go on. So it's fascinating. Um okay. There's something about the good old southern boy mm-hmm. with his rich southern accent and his uh clever quips. Right. Are we talking like boss hog? And here? his enthusiasm, yes. Right. A little okay. bit. Roscoe that seems, P. That seems a little homo. Okay. Okay, so that's not aggressively straight. No, no. So when you said there's something uh, really queer about the South as well, yes. that, that's where my mind went. What did you mean? I just mean, like, it's... Uh, there is that. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you live in Utah, because people here don't drink alcohol or coffee, we have a lot of chains of soda shops where okay. you can get a flavored soda. Uh-huh. And one of the flavored sodas is called a, a Southern Gentleman. <laughs> and I always think it's funny to be like, I would love a Southern That's Gentleman. <laughs> but anyway, um, but no, it's it's that and it's like the it's like designing women and it's like the antebellum and it's the big dresses and it's like the the majesty and the gothness yes, of it all yes. feels very queer. Yes. And I think the way I just described the good old Southern boy to say that he's he kind of presents homo is a stereotype. So okay. I just want to say you can scratch that. But at the same time, if a gay man came in acting, say like your coworker says that you are, <laughs> which is kind of how the Southern good old boy acts. Right. It's, it's just a weird double standard for me. Um, so why is the okay. South aggressively, uh, defensively straight? Because the South is typically always going to be on cultural issues 20 years behind. Okay. 
uh, maybe even more. That does, that's not a blanket statement, right? Sure. There, there's a growing gay community in, in many of the larger cities. Um, but I, I, and I haven't talked to anyone about this, and it's been a long time since I lived in the South, but there's just that energy that, that lies over it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this was back in, in, in 97. Um, my self. What does that sound I think in my it's house? sleet. Oh, it's, it's like okay. Sleeting it's sleeting or outside. I was like, "What is happening?" There's I know. I thought Noel was doing. Oh, or somebody named that. Something. Not that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shit. You're the worst. I know. Uh, it's 1997, and I'm in New Orleans with my brand new husband. Right. My he was He's gay. Queer as a nickel in a chicken coop. Gary. Um, and my parents, after the Who are not gay. wedding and our honeymoon, we decided to meet them in New Orleans for some fun. And God, I want to go to New Orleans. And uh, they're staying, my parents were staying in a hotel and they want us to show us their room because it was in a cool hotel. And we get on the elevator and this particular hotel happens to be having a some type of... Um, gay convention. Oh, okay. Okay. And the four of us Poor are Gary. the four of us are on the elevator. Uh-huh. And one guy jumps on right at the last minute and he's maybe five six. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing a pin that says color me gay. Okay. And we call him a pocket gay. And the <laughs> and the pin that he's wearing is a is is rainbow. Okay. And as soon as the doors shut I was thinking, fuck, my dad's going to say something. Right, right. And sure enough. Show is your bone. He looks at the guy, and the guy looks terrified, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Because he sees a bunch of Mormons on this. Well, and my dad looks like a southern redneck. Right. He physically looks like that. Right. My dad gestures to the guy's pin that says, color me gay. Oh, God. I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) And says, so what color is that? And the guy is looking at my dad, not knowing how in God's name to react. Right. He's not smiling. He's not making a face. He's just looking at my dad like... Why the fuck is he asking me this question? You know what else is offensively straight? Asking strangers <laughs> dumb questions that don't have an answer. Right. And so... You get those pants at that shop down the street? Like, what? you know, that kind of crap. Anyway. So he doesn't respond. And my dad continues just looking at him as if he's waiting for a response. And I'm just like, oh my this God. This poor little pocket guy. Inside. This poor little tiny pocket gay. Yeah, yeah. He's scared because he's a pocket gay. And so then my dad repeats the question. God. It's so <laughs> well, what color is it? And I said, Dad. And he looked at me and he goes, What? I'm just asking a question. Again, not aware of the oh, space. Oh my up God. Elevator, taking up so much space in that goddamn <laughs> yes. elevator and not aware of any of it. And, and it, it, there's something about the Southern straight man I, 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 being a. Uh, homophobic um, across the board. Right. Uh, When my dad came to see a play that my ex-husband directed that had two gay characters in it, 
um, it was it was one of those things where um, you could write responses to the show anonymously. Oh God! Afterwards, because it was it was a a social awareness piece. Right. For, for I, I don't know if that's the right terminology, but um, I know this was my dad who wrote it because I saw the handwriting. <laughs> he wrote the way that the gay characters in this play were portrayed is incorrect. Oh. Gay men wear very tight shorts and march in parades. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And it's like, why? Just like with a guy in the elevator. Yeah. Why? Why do you have to stick your big straight nose in it? Why? Yeah. South. Why South? <laughs> why Southern America? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, number four. if someone wants to sponsor a trip to New Orleans so we can see how fucking gay it is, yeah. and I'll suck they, some gay cocks. They've got an incredible gay community in the just French send us a, Just send us an, a DM. Yeah. Buy our plane tickets. Which stands for dick in my mouth. <laughs> so my number four. Send a dick in my mouth. Not if if you, you wish. <laughs> my number four is clothing with utility. So what I mean by that. Is a cargo short because mm-hmm. you got a lot of pockets you can put things in. I love these shorts because I can carry a lot of things in these pockets. You mean cargo middles? Cargo middles, yeah, because they're not short. They they go below your knee, which, as we've established, is called a middle. <laughs> I also another option would be those those pants that zip off and become shorts. You're like, I'm in pants <sighs> now. I'm in shorts. So straight. So straight. Or if you have like a shirt that's got a vent in the back so that when you get warm, the air can circulate through and it can get out that vent. I love this shirt because that when I get warm, it's got a vent in the back. How can we straights make life even more convenient? Right, right. Yeah. Just things with utility. (laughs) I don't want to just wear regular shoes. I want to wear shoes that have a pocket knife inside of them. I don't know. Anyway. Fucking clothes with utility purposes. Right. Yes. I really love this belt because you can flip the buckle around and make it a black belt or a brown belt. Whatever you're wearing, you can make it the belt that works. <laughs> we fucking hate that. Just buy a nice black belt and a nice brown belt. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah. Clothing serves one purpose, to make us look cute. Right. And straights don't get that. No. Not all the time anyway. No. Which also flows into one that didn't make it on my list, which which was bad hygiene. Okay. Is offensively straight. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't want to, I don't think the straights have a monopoly on that. I've met some gays with some bad hygiene. <gasps> what? Yeah, I went on a date with this guy once. And he had smegma? Uh, no. <laughs> I've never been with an uncut guy, so oh. I've never experienced, okay. I don't know what smegma looks like. I have. Does it look like? He was like, my boss. <laughs> does it look like ricotta? <laughs> oh, God, I've never seen it. Does it look, oh, okay. No. No, so I went on a date Dear once God. with a guy who was very attractive, but he lived very far away. And as I was driving to his house, which was in Ogden, I'll just, you know, which is like 100 miles away, 700 miles away. How far is Ogden? It's very far. Anyway, as I was driving there, I thought, this better fucking be the best state of my life where I'm never doing this drive again. And we went to a Mexican restaurant. And then we went back to his place, which like he knew I was coming up to visit him, to see him. So we went back to his place. And then we were like watching a movie but it was like we were laying on his bed and then we were watching a movie like on the computer. And I like went up to go to the bathroom and like 
there was like hair in the sink, like where he had shaved, Ooh. but not like rinsed it down. You know what I mean? Like, oh my he God. knew I was coming. Oh. Like, he, I, I guess he didn't know I was coming over, but there was definitely a possibility. Like, I was driving like an hour to come go on the date with him. There was for sure a possibility that he was going to invite me back to his place. Yeah. So you would think like rinse the fucking sink. God out. damn. But anyway, anyway, then we fooled around and I gave him a blowjob and then I didn't even come. It was the worst. Oh. And then I drove home and I was like, well, that wasn't fucking worth the drive. Oh, could you come with the hair in the sink? I know. Yeah. I couldn't. Anyway, so utility clothing. Utility clothing. Amen. These pants have snaps along the side so I can unsnap them and take them off. <laughs> we used to call those action slacks back in the day. Oh. Because they were slacks that made, that had action to them. I thought... Did, remember parachute pants? Yeah. Did they do that too? No. Oh, they just oh. they were just fashion. Oh. They had a big drop crotch. They and were they just were, fashion. Yeah, just fashion. They didn't have big ugly patterns. With no, jumping there was, out of a plane. No, there were oh, no okay. there was no util, utility to that. Oh, okay. Cool. So anyway, if your clothing is serving any other purpose than covering your naked body and making you look cute, it's offensively straight. It's, a, <laughs> it's offensively straight. I, I will. I'll give you that. I'll hold space for that. Let's take a break. Okay. We're back. My number five is the saving yourself for marriage. Purity culture. Okay. It's super straight. Yep. Yeah. Because it's all about your gift of procreation. Right. And and the gift of sharing your body with someone is sacred. Sharing your virtue. Seen has to be done correctly through the eyes of the Lord. This is only for my husband. And this, (laughs) and also that, that the, the, the umbrella over that is religion, which is also offensively straight. Religion is offensively straight. Yeah, cross the fucking. Patriar- patriarchal. Yeah. yeah. Remember how the Mormons have a thing called a patriarchal blessing? They don't even see the irony. Oh. You would just think someone, some millennial Mormon <laughs> would be like, you guys, we got to stop calling. Can we call the it? patriarchal is can not we, a good can thing. Can name it? They also have a patriarchal grip oh, around all of our fucking throats. But that just sounds hot. It kind of does. Really <laughs> hot. It kind of does. Um, oh, God. Hold me down with your patriarchal, patriarchal grip. grip. Anyway. Okay, so purity anyway, culture. So purity culture, because like uh, two women can't get each other pregnant. Two right. men can't get each other pregnant. I've tried. Uh, guess what? When you're not straight, it's about love and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, purity culture is such bullshit anyway. But yeah. uh, I mean, that's really it. That's it. You've only been talking for one minute and 30 seconds. I know. I don't have any. It's so like self-explanatory. I mean, it really is. Yeah. There there is something about. Breaking the hymen and God. Well, I just think too, like, I don't want to say that everybody needs to have like a lot of sex with a lot of people. Because we all know that I have not had a sex with a lot of people. And I'm the queer one. Well, you're kind of queer. You're a little bit queer. I'm a little bit. But you've mostly had sex with straight men. Yeah. But you've had a lot more sex than I have had. Uh-huh. But, like, there is something about this idea of, like, like, have you ever seen those memes that are, like, I, I can't even think of a good example right now because I've too much, I've had too much vodka. But just this idea that if you have, like, a high number of people that you've had sex with that you're some kind of a whore. Yeah. And that is, <clears throat> like, when you're a gay person, like, any number less than, like, 50 uh-huh. is, like pretty normal Uh uh (laughs) like if it's uh more than 50 then maybe that's a little bit like oh you've had some fun but like it's not 
But if it's like eight, you're like, oh yeah, you're like a virgin basically. Right. Yes. Like, that's so another, anyway. So yeah. that's another straight culture thing. Yeah. So I just think this idea of like, I don't know, this idea of sex being special and not that sex isn't special. I don't want to say that. But this idea of sex being something that should be saved. That should be For saved. certain people uh, right. in certain situations. Right. And I'm also not saying that you should just go out and have sex with whoever unless you want to. But that this this idea that like that sex should somehow be I don't know something different feels very straight. I mean, if you think about it, so uh, purity uh, culture. If two people are having sex just for pleasure and would never be able to procreate. That I think that blows some people's minds. Yeah. And yeah. and seems dirty. Yeah. Right, that it should just be for pleasure. Right. It's like it's like a back rub. Like we all love a good and back selfish. rub. We all love a good yeah. shoulder rub. Yeah, yeah. You know? And we don't feel like we have to save getting a shoulder rub <laughs> or giving a shoulder rub for like someone we really care about. Like you're just like your friend. You're like, hey, rub my shoulders. That feels good. And then yeah. I'll rub your shoulders and it'll yeah. feel good. Yeah. We could do the same with blowjobs. You, you can. Blow, give me a blowy. I'll give you a blowy. Oh, my God. Remember the other night when I was trying to um, convince El, uh, Brother T and come to let me give him a blowjob? Oh, yeah, in yeah. Text? Right, yeah. Anyway, hi, Brother T and <laughs> Anyway. Okay, Okay, so five. my number five, and I have talked about this before reggae. on the show many times. It's reggae. No. <laughs> It's Jimi Hendrix. No. That is not reggae. Um, it's, so my number four, my number five is insisting that queer people are straight. And what I mean by that, and I and, and this I know I've talked about. Okay. You go watch Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. She's got a cute butch haircut. Right. She has a, a black gay girlfriend. Yeah. They're raising a daughter together. <laughs> And you're just like, isn't that fun? It's just just a fun fun story about girls who are friends. Uh, (laughs) You know, you go watch Star Wars, The Last Star Wars. Uh It's very clear that Finn and Poe and Rey are in a thruple, (laughs) that they are all fucking each other. And you're just like, well, well, Rey must love that Finn. Uh uh You go watch Frozen 2. Elsa sings a song about Into the Unknown. Uh This is the thing she's been scared of. Uh This is the thing she's been waiting for all of her life. Yeah. You know, show yourself. And you're like, she loves the dick. Uh She does not. No. She loves a frozen pussy. She (laughs) loves... I just read a book. (laughs) By the way, this is is neither here nor there. Okay. But have you seen... There was a meme. (laughs) Nothing is funnier than describing a meme. Uh, which is on, a visual on, medium on a, podcast. In a on a podcast, which is something you can't watch. But there was a meme floating around the Instagram, or not the Instagram, the Twitter, uh-huh. where you guys, the vodka's kicking in, where it was someone who's like their ice dispenser and their refrigerator was kind of stuck, and so they were kind of like pushing the buttons and they were kind of holding their hand cupped up, and then a bunch of ice finally fell out, yeah, and then the people were captioning it like Elsa with her girlfriend oh, oh, or oh, whatever. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, yes. so good, I, so good, so, so good. good, so good. Anyway, so okay, so so it's so I just I recently read a book. Uh huh. It was called Red, White, and Royal Blue. <laughs> it was the story of the. It was the story of a magical world that I want to live in. Okay, where we had elected a Latina woman president. Uh-huh. Actually, no, she was white, but her hus- her ex husband was Latino. Well, okay. 
And she had a so a half Latino son, lovely, who had who had dated women, but then fell in love with wait for it, the Prince of England, and God. then they fucked a lot, oh. and fell in love, and then it came out, and then you know it was a whole thing. The one was bi, the one was gay. It was a whole thing. Anyway, red, white, and royal, royal blue. It's a delightful book. Shit. But there was a part in the book where they kind of like. The thing between these two boys, the between the first son and the and the prince of England, was they would they would write you know they would email back and forth because they lived in different countries, and at the end of the emails they would include quotes from letters like historical letters from historical figures where they had written, where it was like very clear that like a gay person was writing a letter to their gay lover, but like in our puritanical heteronormative society we were like they were just good friends you know? <laughs> like there were quotes like from the bible where like you know david talks about who's the person that david loved anyway i don't know I'm goliath too <laughs> Gol- it was goliath <laughs> i don't know you know i'm really into size differences really oh, yeah. but no like like david wrote about god anyway or even like Jesus and John the Beloved talks about how they loved each other and they kissed and blah, blah, blah. You know, there's all these examples or Eleanor Roosevelt writing letters to people or, you know, um, Alexander Hamilton writing letters to people where it was very clear that there was some sort of there was some sort of different relationship there that wasn't just the typical like we're buddies, Whoa. but like we love to just look at those and be like. You know, it was normal at the time for men to express their love in letters. We were like, no, they were sucking D. They were sucking each other's D. I love it. I love so, it. I love it. Anyway, so that's my fifth one is just straight people insisting that queer people did not exist until like 1992. Like anything before that. They're like, there's no way we've had a gay president before. There's no way there's been a gay prophet of the church before. Oh my God. You know there's a Mormon prophet that's been gay. Fuck yeah. I think it was Joseph one. F. Smith. Remember the F. Because remember the F. Like, that's such a gay thing to be like, don't, my name is Joseph, not Joe. And don't forget my F in the middle name. That's such a gay thing. To, like, insist, like, no, 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 my name is not Nate. It is Nathan. Please call me Nathan. That's so fucking gay. Okay, so rapid fire. What were the other things that were on your list? I only have three left. But what other things were on your list that you didn't talk about? Uh, I mentioned this on the Demi test, buffalo sauce. <laughs> okay. Be- Offensively straight. Yes. Um, uh, high school. Okay. It's Is- still, it's getting better, I guess, for these days, but the, like. My cat's attacking the pom uh, on your hat. Oh, there, geez. There it goes. She's ripped the hat from she your head. She has commandeered my hat. Uh, Which high is school. super queer. High school. Ripping your hat off your head is super uh, queer. Mortgages. <laughs> because like. <laughs> Because think about it, like think about, I mean, oh, think it's, about it. It's primarily straight people who th- believe in monogamy and mortgages, and therefore mortgages. Okay. Um, and oh, that's that's it. So my last three that okay. I did not talk about are farmhouse chic. You know, like Joanna Gaines, oh like God. farmhouse style, okay, yes. super straight. The the straight bride going, should I use this burlap in my yeah, yeah, wedding yeah, yeah, decor? Yeah. Number two, rhyming words, so fucking straight. Like, for example, just like <laughs> saying words that rhyme. Oh my it's God, fucking oh, straight. Oh my God, oh my God. Okay. And number three, dry skin. What? what? 
Because how dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> because straight guys are like, I'll just use this dial hand wash to wash my face with. Oh, right. Yeah. Or like, I don't like lotion. It makes my hands feel greasy. And meanwhile, their hand feels like a cracked, cracked up, jacked up meat paw. <laughs> fucking dry skin is so straight. Okay. I love it. So that's all. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's, oh, I let's thought of another a... offensively straight thing. Okay, go ahead. Titties. Titties? Yeah. Okay, tell us more. Because, I mean... But lesbians like titties. Uh, they're just so symbolic okay. Of, okay. of straight dudes. Loving some titties? Yeah. I mean, they used to put naked women on the, the what do you call it, the front of a boat? What's the, I don't know the oh, yeah, yeah, maritime yeah. term, <laughs> but like with the titties, tits akimbo. You know what else is offensively straight? What? The phrase, I don't know the maritime term. <laughs> That feels very straight to me. I feel like titties can be queer too. Okay, I hope so. Lesbians love the titties. But maybe like big round like tits from the 80s. But lesbians love those too, don't they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they do. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break. Oh. <laughs> Did you not want to? I just wanted to finish it up so I can go Because you're just so tired. Yeah. Well, then let's just wrap let's it up. Let's finish it up. Let's so, fuck. Fuck this shit. Did you say let's dot 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 fuck? Well, I changed thought streams. But like what are what the people listening to this podcast heard was let's da 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 fuck. <laughs> I don't want to fuck you. I, know. I don't want to be fucked by you. I've had enough gay dick. 13 know, years of it. What if what if we were in a situation where there was like a three-way or, or an orgy? Would I, we be into we that? We wouldn't be in that We would situation. not be into that. No, no. no you no. would make a Josh, a brother coffee shaped hole in your front door i don't want to i don't want to see vaginas you guys i know you don't i mean vulvas we say vulvas now remember right right right, right. okay i so, think it's the labia really that freaks you out i think that's no what it is. the labia i'm fine with it's well no i don't want to say any of it freaks me out oh. because i think like i talked about gwyneth paltrow showed me a lot of vulvas <laughs> yeah she did some were twisty some were brown some were pink some were white and i thought they were amazing <laughs> twisty but I just don't want to get in there. You don't want it. I don't want to go down there. That's not, that's none of your business. No, it's none of my business. That business that ain't bu- your business. <laughs> that business is none of my business. <laughs> so um, anyway, so those so, are some things that are offensively straight. And uh, hopefully we offended you. And hopefully you're not straight. <laughs> I mean, if you are, that's fine. <laughs> we're fine with it. So um, we're going to a thing on Saturday. Yes. And I messaged a friend of ours who we are going to this thing with. I'm uh-huh. trying to keep this all very vague. Right, good. And this friend of ours has a husband. Uh-huh. And I sh- and she had said, oh, I'm so excited to see you on Saturday. I haven't seen you for so long. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to see you too. By the way, tell your husband that if he wants to make out, we can. And she was like, great, I'll pass that along. So anyway. <gasps> oh. I mean, it's that's not, exciting. I don't think it'll happen. That's but, exciting, though. But I would make out with him. Uh, you're so brave. You know who I'm talking about, right? I do. Of course you do. I do. So does he. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, so this is Hot Drinks. Uh-huh. If you have comments, criticisms, complaints. Keep them to yourself. You can direct them to beach2sandywatertowet2 <laughs> Just kidding. Our email address is hotdrinks at gmail.com. No, so, no, so. it's not. It's hot drinks for the belly. At gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram handle is Hot Drinks. Okay. So you can email us. You can um, also just slide into those DMs. And you can slide right in. And tell us anything. To uh, Or send nudes. Our whatever Patreon. you want to do. Oh, so we also have a thing called a Patreon. Yeah. Tell us more. Well, 
you go there and you find us and then you sign up for one of the tiers to give us money every month and we give you something in return. So tonight, so if you want to do that, it's patreon.com slash hot drinks. Mm-hmm. So stop the podcast right now and write that down because people are always like, what's your Patreon again? I can't oh remember. Patreon.com slash hot, hot drinks. drinks. So if you go there, you can choose a tier. Some of the tiers you get extra bonus episodes. Some of the tiers you get vlogs. Uh-huh. This this month's vlog was delightful. It was you and I in a bed together. Oh, yeah. Talking about condoms. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, the, and our highest tier, you get a gift in the mail from us. And I don't want to say what the gift is because I don't want to give it away oh, for our readers. it's so But good. readers. But re- gentle uh, listeners. Readers. Gentle <laughs> listeners who get that gift. You are going to get it this week because Sister Twain is going to send them out. You're going to get it. You are going to laugh your fucking head off. you going to get it. It's a good it. gift. It's a good gift. Shit. So send us your emails. Slide into the DMs. Uh... Join the Patreon. Do all those things. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah. Uh, our Patreons are going to get like a two-minute demi-test tonight. Yes. Kind of a behind-the-scenes yes. of if tonight's episode. If you are of, of the, the tier called the Terrestrial Kingdom... You can get our demi toss, which are bonus episodes. Right. Tonight's is going to be super quick because I want to go to bed. Because you're fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we love you. Happy Monday. Godspeed. Quit being so fucking straight. <laughs>